Okay, we're live. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Podcasters Unleashed, where real podcasters from around the world with real insights and discussions. Today we have Carla for Wonder and Wellbeing, Victor, Diaspora Entrepreneurs based in Nigeria, sorry, Carla's in Scotland, and then we have Nelson investing in America, and obviously he's in America, with the air condition in the background. And we've got Matilda, I believe she's in Paris. Coffee with Matilda, a nice, easy conversation podcast. And then we have the one and only Paula, a woman with stories, and it's a bit of a secret where she is today. But I believe she's in Paris. <laughs> and not forgetting myself, the host, Simon Rushton, um, about Africa investing stories, investing in Africa. So today we're going to be discussing vaccinations. Um, the first question for vaccinations is, um, do you have faith in the government-based information, so news that you hear? And we open up with Carla. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the news you're getting from the media today on vaccination? Um, I don't really pay any attention to it. To be honest, I kind of I hear background noise um, and I hear like discussion amongst people who do pay attention to it. But overall, I'm not a big fan of like just putting my faith and my trust in governments. I think that you have to kind of just see them as people with their own ideas. And some things are good ideas and some things are not. And the vaccinations just is the same. Trust to give me that. Okay, a bit of breaking up there, Carla. I'm not sure what's happening. But let's move on to Victor. Victor, how do you feel about the news you hear about the vaccinations and, and the whole COVID situation? You're, mute, you're muted, Victor. Please unmute yourself. Okay. Yeah, okay. thank you, Simon. Um, hey, guys. Yeah, so regards to vaccination, there are so many contradicting um, news that's coming out from where I currently reside, which is in Nigeria. So some weeks ago, um, it was on the news that um, the vaccination from Russia is coming to Nigeria. And a couple of days later, the Minister of Health said, absolutely, there's nothing like that. So we don't know. OK. And Nelson? How do you feel about your news, especially being in America, the heart of what's happening and, you know, your news goes around the world, even if we don't want to hear it, we still get it. Um, how do you feel? Please unmute yourself, Nelson. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're in an election cycle now, right? So um, a lot of, you know, government depends which party's in charge. So if someone were to tell me that the present party, if they were to come out with a vaccine, vaccine program, I'd be very skeptical of it, okay? So um, I, I would be very skeptical about that. So we, um, we have to kind of wait to let one the election pass and, um, and then let's see what the, uh, the future brings. So uh, because if, if we don't do a good job managing the pandemic, uh, I don't know how good a job we're going to do with the vaccine itself to take care of the pandemic 
that we haven't done a good job managing. You see what well, I mean? Yeah, what, what did you say um, in America's case, the people who deal with the vaccinations or creating the vaccinations have nothing really to do with government in the sense that if the government's changed, the companies who produce the vaccinations are still going to be the companies. Well, I mean, it's it's going to be a difference, you know. Uh, it's going to be uh, one the amount of testing that goes into it, the rigor of it, the rollout of it, uh, all all of those factors come into play. Okay, so you know, you've got yeah companies and you've got government, uh, and behind the companies, there's a lot of private sector, or, excuse me, uh, government funding, right? No single company on its own can come up with this kind of work. They they need the backing of uh, of taxpayers. Bottom line. Um, so the question is, is which one will do a better due diligence job, right? Now that, that's what it comes down to for me. Which which government will do a better job in the due diligence area? Will do a better job as to the rollout, as to the quality of the vaccine, uh, et cetera. Okay. So yeah. So you feel one government may not be may bend the rules to allow the vaccination to come out quicker and it may not be up to standard. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Matilda, please unmute yourself. Yeah, hello, guys. Um, yeah. Yes, Simon. Um, um, what, do you have faith in your government in the news that you hear? Obviously, you're in Paris. So... Um, no. <laughs> um, no, I don't have any faith on any government, actually. So I'm not sure how I have to behave. Um, I'm I'm just gonna wait till I have if the situation is absolute I need to take the vaccine. Otherwise, I will do anything possible to delay the process if it's possible. Um, because I don't know even if COVID nineteen is real what they're representing. Why we started to have COVID nineteen was the reason behind it, and why is this? um vaccines and the chips that are gonna come inside you i don't know what i don't know i don't want to risk it but if i have to come to a point that oh if you don't have the vaccine then you cannot travel you cannot do this you cannot go this place that place then i don't know maybe you have to at one point but i will delay it as far as i can okay Harola, over to you the first time I will agree with Nelson, I will be skeptical about the government. <laughs> well, now, to this sense, I, come, I come with an angle that we may not do normally see him. So yeah. I don't know what part of the bed he woke up on this morning, but it's certainly um, the unification side. Yeah, so I think that, you know, growing up with uh, Middle Eastern news, European news, I think that their job is to feature the worst side of humanity. I think there's so much good than negative things in this world, but it doesn't look that way if you rely only all the time on the news. I don't know if you guys heard about uh, the speech, uh, Nancy Pelosi, she's a member of the Democratic Party, and she talked about the media, and they said that if they don't like someone, they can smear that person, merchandise that smear, and the press will write about it, and everyone will believe it. So... Um, I think that people need to hear different opinions than the government, and then they can make their, at least they can make an informed decision about their health life. 
Okay, that's good. What? Um, yeah, so, Simon, so Simon, take, that's a great example, right? So I think what Carl is talking about. Did you see the full interview when Nancy Pelosi was talking about that? No, I just or saw. Just a part of I just saw the half of it. Right. So now that is an interview where Nancy Pelosi was talking about how other groups do that to other groups. It wasn't her talking about her doing it or the Democrats yeah. doing it to someone else. They took a snippet of a much larger conversation and uses it to make it look as if she is saying, this is what we can do to you. So that is a much larger conversation which she was talking about, hey, this is what is basically how it's like a personal attack to damage smear campaign. Mm -hmm. So okay. she was explaining how it's done to other people mm. you know, and why that wasn't good. So I just so that I just wanted to see how the, you take a snippet of news or a piece of news, you cut it up into little pieces, and then you make a piece of news out of something else. But you can't well, deny you, that that all the companies can use that also. I mean, you can't. Yeah, everybody can do it. It's a bit. It's a bit like yeah. if, if we in the West say Russia, China's bad, but that it's like on the assumption that. They can say the same about us. We can say the same about them. Or as corporates, I, I wouldn't involve myself. But yeah. But what I will say is this: I was having a conversation with some of you guys earlier, and I wanted to bring it up. Is that if you look at epidemics before, if we look at the plague, the plague that wiped out a third of the world's population, that was based on the fact that we didn't understand hygiene. People weren't bathing. People were sleeping with animals. There's all these. No, there's all these things that was going on. People were um, doing autopsies or what have you, and then delivering babies and what have you. And then it got to the point that people understand, you roll forward, people understand about uh, bacteria, good bacteria, bad bacteria, what it does. People, we developed microscopes, microscopes so we could see these things. Yeah, we could even obviously see what's going on in the moon uh, with our telescopic range. So what my point is here is that the understanding of medical and sickness and what causes it has gone up. The understanding of hygiene has gone way up through the roof. You know, you, you, everybody, you've got tile floors, laminated floors, you've got all these surface cleaning services. Then where's these diseases suddenly popping up from? Do you see what I mean? And that is my personal, that was my first red flag is like, Really? You're saying another virus, another this, another that? Where's it really coming from? Because, you know, yeah, but, 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 one time, Go on. but But I guess, Simon, and this is a, you know, I guess as humans, you know, we're, we're just kind of just coming out of the industrial age, right? I mean, there's so much we don't know about. I mean, it's not like, yes, hygiene has, as humans, you know, we've improved our hygiene, but there's so many diseases and things that we just, don't know about. I mean, that we just don't have. No, I understand I mean, that because, for instance, I've 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 lived in when I was working on a ship. I came back to uh, England. I was sick at one time, and they said, "Well, have you been Asia? As in, um, have you been Africa?" Blah, blah blah. And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then they just quarantined me. I didn't realize that they actually put my mate in with me. 
who just brought me to the hospital, but they quarantined me. And they and they, they were explaining to me later on is that we don't know what's going on in those countries in the sense of, uh, if you put it like this, the most dangerous animal in England is a fox, really. Because the wild bulls are more or less dead, they're extinct. They've been hunted out. Now, let's say if I look at Africa or in some jungle regions of the world, you could have a little bug that just touches you like a frog and you die. Yeah? That is something that's natural, though. So I can understand that there may be some fear. But those work in certain climates and certain terrains and certain different things. And this is where I look at things and I'm kind of skeptical with like, are you really telling me the whole truth? And what is your interest? It's like, who's funding who before you tell me what you're going to tell me? Because if I know that, if I know the BBC is being funded by a billionaire, partly, if I know these people are being funded or working in conjunction with that, it's like when I used to do my gym and the um, fitness uh, pyramids of nutrition, and you, both, a lot of those um, nutrition pyramids were more or less upside down. And it, if you look at in the bottom left-hand corner, it's some big pharma company or agriculture who's produced that pyramid. So they've got an invested interest to sell more wheat products, wheat-based products. But moving on from that, do you have any concerns regarding this? Uh, you got a question, Matilda? Yeah, I want to say, so, but why are we obsessed over understanding what's going on? Because honestly, we never, humans never, I mean, from, go back to the history of humanity and society. There were always people who controlled the society and the regular people like us, we didn't have any control over it. Go 300 years ago, 500 years ago, even why World War One started, why World War Two started. There are all other things that all these people who will have the world order control the societies. So maybe the question is not even to understand where is the source, because I don't think we have the level to understand there is all these secret societies that we don't know what's going on in the world. I don't think we can understand the source of it, but maybe we can educate ourselves and educate like listeners or you know people around us that to question things more often, to even not believe what the society, what the government is telling them. Uh, maybe there is more to it. And I think that's it. I don't think we can go further than that. Matilda, what you're saying yes. is correct, but the enemies that we face in Nigeria, for most part, it's not it's not an unknown virus. We have mosquito, we have malaria, which is more deadly, which is what we're actually dealing with compared to masking ourselves okay that is more that is more real to us than a foreign or a foreign virus that we can't even see that we can't we can't even understand but malaria is killing people every day in millions so covid is just covid should take a back seat right now when it comes to malaria because we're dealing with malaria right now so we can't even be bothered with, uh, with the mask. Okay, so like I told you um, earlier on, Simon, 
when I went to the market today, only few people are using a mask. A couple of days ago, we can a handful in the biggest market in West Africa, a handful of people that are actually bothered about the virus. Maybe why they are putting on the mask is because they want to get into a bank or a big uh, multinational company or maybe a government establishment, that's why they put on the mask. But for day-to-day -day interactions, no, there's no mask. We have mosquitoes, we have malaria that we're dealing with. So this, um, this COVID thing, we'll have time for that later on, not now. Okay, so moving along, um, Carla, I'll pose this to you. What are your concerns regarding the vaccination? Um, my concerns mainly are around choice. Um, I think it's really important that people learn. I think this is something should be learned from childhood, actually, is to, to know how to analyse information, how to think critically, look at things from lots of different perspectives, gather your own information and then make an informed choice. Um, and I think when people grow up without that skill, it is really difficult for them to lead successful lives and to be conscious and aware throughout the, their lives about the impact that their decisions make, not only for them, but for other people. Um, so my main concern is around that. It's about the removal of people's ch uh, choice and their, their right to practice um, making choices about their own lives and also parents and people who are responsible for children making responsible decisions and choices for them I think that's that's where my main cause of concern would be at the moment okay and um, Victor and you what's your concerns regarding this vaccination I'm I mean yeah I think the vaccination right now I have no comments regarding the vaccination of taking it or not and then like what I agree with what Matilda said earlier on, I would, if it comes to play, I would delay as long as possible so that I get more informed, uh, more informed, um, I get more information, get more education about it for me and my family before we make an informed decision. Because I won't rush into it. Uh, Nelson? Where, how? What's your concerns regarding this vaccination? Well, I mean, from A to Z, I got concerns um, from top to bottom. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's um, it depends, you know, when's the rollout. I mean, I make it simple, you know, uh, version 2.0 is generally better than version 1.0. So uh, I don't I don't want to be collateral damage with version 1.0. OK. So, um, I mean, that, and, and that should kind of answer it all right there. No, I understand. I understand. Uh, Matilda? Well, yeah, I want to have the latest version, not version uh, 2.0. I want to have like a 10.0. <laughs> but um, another question that maybe you guys might start thinking, what if you took the vaccine and then people have choice to take the vaccine and not take the vaccine. And you're flying in, a, you're flying. So you're with people who have the vaccine and you are with people who haven't had the vaccine. Would you feel comfortable? That's another. Uh, me, 
thing I, I to would think about. That, I'd answer that question like this. As you know, I've, I've, I've driven a taxi and I've driven throughout the, uh, the lockdown or epidemic. I've driven all manner of people, old, young, fit, sick, coughing, pregnant, all, you name it, I've had it. I've, I've been okay. Okay, no you're okay for you. You're okay, Sam, and you're no, no, a healthy I, man. Well, no, it's not just about me being healthy because as people say, oh, it takes down healthy people as well. I know a young person or you're black, so you're going to be prone to this. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, really? Okay, but I'm still here. So my thing is, my, my attitude is basically, sorry, uh, Victor, my attitude in answer to your question is, for me, I'll just carry on living healthy, keep my immune system high, and um, yeah, and push on, and my body will become immune. Is, yeah, like that, unless it's something being man made. Obviously, that was a discussion for last week. Uh, <laughs> and just along that line of things. But, um, Matilda, what I would say the best, the best uh, prevention that has been done when it comes to um, if you're going to feel comfortable flying with people that are um, that have taken the vaccine or not, the best prevention for that is what the government is actually doing right now which is get tested before you fly out. Before you come into my country, get tested, and post-COVID, uh, post-arrival, get tested again. I think that is a fantastic idea. So that will lay down the fears of what we just mentioned now. Okay. Um, Hala, how, how in response to that question, how do you, um, what are your concerns regarding this vaccination? maybe the question could be answered in a different form like why you have concerns about the vaccine because okay well tell, tell us that then. yeah because I'm, i mean like we could always go back to the history of vaccine in the in the late 70s and 80s uh a lot of lawsuits against vaccine manufacturers began to, to appear and uh, nearly more than four billion lawsuits from american citizens to these vaccine manufacturers and they have been harmed after a lot of vaccine. And thankfully now there are a lot of old people that they can testify against this, uh, what happened in the 70s and the 80s. So, and it seems that in every 20 years, this pandemic happened and the vaccine appeared again. And also when you go deep into the investigation and documentation and you see who's behind this, the CDC, the FDA and the World Health Organization, they are being charged with the responsibility of um, governing our global health, it's it's very scary. It's very scary that these uh, dirty players, fraudulent people from FDA, from the WHO organization, from the CDC, they are controlling our global health. And people are distracted from this information. We were distracted. We didn't know what's happening. And I think we should um, we should be more aware who's controlling what in our society. Mm. Yeah, so, I, 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 yeah, I agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. But I have a question for you, um, Khawla. Yes. How would yeah. we know who's controlling what? I mean, how would you know that? There's always I mean, behind, there's a system behind what we can see. 
I mean, even we say, oh, Bill Gates, who says there is, there is someone behind, there must be someone behind Bill Gates. And maybe there's someone behind the Bill Gates, behind the Bill Gates. I don't know. We don't know who is doing what, where is the control coming from and why the control is coming from. So how can we be very aware of, we can see the surface problems, but I the root we need, to, we need to go back to the history. I mean, the history yeah, of the when we look at the history of mankind, Kaula, yeah. everything is, there, there are certain people, there are certain groups that we in the history we figured out. At the time, they weren't even aware. The people at that time, they weren't even aware of it. By the time they figured out what happened, by the time they figured out, oh, like 300 years ago, someone like this was controlling the world. So we, our lifetime, we might not even be aware of what's going on. Maybe our children's children will understand it, but for us, I mean, okay, we keep talking about Bill Gates, but I'm sure there's somebody behind Bill Gates that controls all of that. And I'm sure someone is controlling that guy. And who knows who that guy is? Maybe it's the aliens. I keep saying it. But I will keep that, I will keep that uh, idea for now. But um, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, we don't know. But at least, at least guys, we have a history about the vaccine and what's happened before. The polio vaccine that paralyzed children in India, and vaccine that that also killed people in Africa. So we do have facts. We we I understand your question that we don't know who's behind it. Bill Gates he does not operate by himself. There are a lot of secret organizations behind it, and I know it's very complicated subject to talk about. But we as human we have our own brain and we can do our own critical thinking rather than just follow the government and follow the news. That's what I what that's what my message is. So I'm gonna question you this. I'm gonna challenge you guys this. If they tell you, oh, if you don't have the vaccine, you cannot fly. Halas, that's it. What are you gonna do? Not oh, fly. Don't fly. <laughs> or if you don't have this vaccine, you cannot go to this university, or you cannot apply for this job, or you cannot go to the gym. What when that when are what are you gonna do then? But Matilda, we have the power as human. If everybody says no. They can't control. If people won't uh, follow these controllers of the world, they can't do this because we are powerful if we are united. And the problem now is we are not united. I think just imagine if Africa, all the Africa countries are united, they can, <laughs> they can do massive things in the world and they can also colonize Europe. <laughs> you know, it's just a joke. But, you know, we have the power, but we are very divided and what the news are doing is dividing us and create more. But I don't think, I don't think we can ever be united because what's the enemy here? It's power, it's greed, and human being is entitled with that since I don't know the beginning of the beginning. I don't think uh, people who are controlling us or controlling the country or controlling a company is that they're yeah. following their greed and to yeah. destroy that. I don't know. Surprise okay. me, I would love to know that. Okay, well, moving on to the next question. <laughs> Sorry. How do, you, how do you feel about vaccination companies not being accountable should there be any side effects? Now, this is leaning to what Nelson was saying. Nelson doesn't want to be the first one to take their vaccine. He, or he, and, you know, 
no one wants to be who no one wants to be the guinea pig yeah and no one wants to be the person that ends up with a third eye yeah so <laughs> it's like how do you feel about that because the companies are saying we're making your vaccine but don't hold us accountable if anything happens nothing to do with us sue the government and obviously suing the government is like suing the people because the government pays out then these government says we need more money for the people to replace what they have to pay for now just to add to this yeah i watched an interesting documentary the other day and this man was um i'll reference him later on but this man was saying that what the situation is with the government especially if we're referring to england i can't talk about other countries i don't really follow other countries used to that is that the government realized he's made some mistakes with lockdown with masks or no masks and these things and that things and blah 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 so instead of the government just turn around and say actually you didn't really need to wear masks what you need we needed to do was quarantine uh, the sick and we need to build an immune system then people who've lost their businesses would turn around and say well okay we're going to sue you because you made us shut down and we now we've got no business we've got no livelihood so regardless what what the point of that what this guy was explaining is he doesn't want to take responsibility the government doesn't want to take responsibility or accountability in that respect because they don't want anything to come back on them now considering big business runs the government nowadays in most western countries which is to me the ultimate corruption that is a problem um i i would that sounds right to me but going back to that question now how do you feel about companies not being held accountable carla well i think that's ridiculous how can you make something um and how they're accountable for the balance that they're making in the bank for it so if they're accountable for the balance they're making in the bank for it then they have to be accountable for the impact of it that's like saying a manufacturer of bread isn't accountable if there's some toxin in the bread of course they are if you make it and you make the money then you stand up and you be accountable um and i think if the governments are in league with them um then they are also accountable but also the individual who makes the choice to take it without doing any searching and any research on their own is also accountable so it's a there's a joint responsibility there um but they they must be accountable for making and selling a product um and why would you make a product that you're passionate about and allow it to get out there in the market and not want to be accountable you know if it if it works you know if they if they make a vaccine and it works and it's and th there's a cure or whatever as a result then they're going to want to be accountable for the results they're going to want to be celebrated because they've cured you know corona the worst thing ever in the 21st century so then they're accountable if it goes wrong mm -hmm. I'm just, that's my opinion victor Carla, Carla, you are spot on because if you have to take the glory for for the vaccine, for the cure, then you should take the glory for the opposite for the for, for the downside. So I think you are spot on because they have like regulations for health. If you have a meat shop, uh, a butcher shop, they help people come and you take responsibility if you have a poisonous meat. If it's a dairy product, you take responsibility. In your farm, you take whatever it is accountability is key when it comes to that but uh my my on on the flip side you know when you start going to schools and from the gps how do we know the small print that if anything goes wrong 
we are not held accountable. How do we like mitigate against those kind of like small prints? That is that is what just came to my mind. And like, how do we know about that? But also, I guess if you're not accountable, that's where you have to ask the question is, how can you be made or forced to take something that nobody other than you is accountable for the results of? That sounds like a bit of a riddle, but that's the reality. If you're accountable for what happens to you when you take it, then you mm -hmm. must have the power to choose whether or not you take it. Absolutely. So the thing is, are we, are we, is there a choice? If there's a choice to take it, yes then you get more information and say okay i take this vaccine knowing that if it doesn't go well i am responsible but if it goes well yes i'm still responsible for for my health so it, I think it's not just about the choice though victor because what there's is direct they're putting you under if, if you've got a, a if you've got a family with kids four kids and someone says well you can't your employer says you can't work unless you take this vaccine do you see what I mean? Just hypothesis right now. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a fact yet. It's not been implemented yet. So I think we'll cross the bridge when we get today. But but it's not a case of crossing the bridge where you get to it. You've got to ask yourself these questions prior in preparation. It's like training for the military. You don't just rock up and say I'm going to fight the battle. You have to go through a whole stage of various different. You know. Tactics, training yeah. scenarios, because excuse me. I said the good thing is that we are not in the military, so we're just sitting. Yeah, but, but the point the is, is, if somebody's jeopardizing your family well-being, health, that is a battle. Don't don't get it twisted. There's no way. There's no way I can take food from your table, and I'm not attacking your children and your wife. Definitely. That is why okay. I said that's what the vaccination situation is. If someone says you have to take this, we're not going to be held accountable, but you have to take this, they're attacking your family. Why do you think, regardless of conspiracy theories, people are from all walks of life are in that conspiracy theory bin? It's not just working class, it's not upper class, it's mixed people. I have a friend, his dad's a lord, and his son, his brother, sorry, is adamant about one world order. And he's, he's added me to this group and he's sending me these things. He's a well-educated man, he's gone to Cambridge. And his dad helps run the country. He's got 15 MPs underneath him. Yeah, and then the same time I've got someone from a council estate who's singing the same song as a well-educated person is coming from somewhere. But anyway, Nelson, over to you with that question. <laughs> you question. about four or five topics. So you're going to have to repeat that question. Okay, yeah, we right, yeah, yeah. okay then. It's, um, accountable regarding the side effects. How do you feel that um, these companies aren't accountable regarding the side effects? Well, it looks like they're going to become accountable um, if, if, if people you know, when you're talking about vaccines, you're talking about a COVID-20, something on a global scale, um, there's going to be accountability. Um, now, in the former Soviet Union, that's a whole different story, right? Um, but, but Nelson, so, uh -huh. sorry, just to interrupt there, 
your we need it's just facts. The facts are at present, they're mm -hmm. not accountable. It's not that they're going to be, just like every politician's gonna lower taxes. That's that's a, it's irrelevant until he does it. So right now, they're not accountable and they're formulating these vaccines. So what the question is, how do you feel about that? You know, um, again, you know, how do I feel about it? Well, that's not a good thing, right? But I can see where accountability would have to come into play. Okay. Accountability, just like Carlo was saying, accountability does have to come into play because it's going to be very tough to, to roll out a vaccine that you don't have proven results yet, right? Mm -hmm. To get people to say, yeah, I'm going to take it. It's not like polio or smallpox or these other ones that you actually saw the results. Here, the whole world becomes a guinea pig. And it's very difficult to get a bunch of people that are incredulous to say, yeah, 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 I, I believe you guys. I mean, polio, you saw the results, the positive results of polio. Okay? You saw you saw the part. So, you saw the effects as well, didn't you? You saw the effects. You saw the effects of polio. You saw the disabled children. You saw the effects of people. But with this, you're not really seeing effects. You've got somebody who come on TV, oh, I don't feel good. I've got COVID. No, no. I mean, I, I personally know people that have died. I mean, I was just talking to somebody. Uh, I'm talking about is, is the symptoms. You've got no, somebody. No, 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 I know they're dying. They're in hospice right now. I'm not they're, disputing. I'm not disputing that they're not dying. What I'm mm -hmm. saying is, with polio, you could see. It's like I had rickets as a child. Rickets right. meant I'm bent up like that. You can mm -hmm. see there's a problem. With COVID, uh -huh. someone's in there. I can't breathe. I feel tightness yeah. in the chest. But you're well, not seeing the same kind of major symptoms so people wait there's a likelihood people may not take it as serious also those symptoms are very similar if not the same as flu and other things do you understand no. and that's what i'm saying i'm not saying they didn't die and i'm not so, saying they're not dying what i'm so just saying is it's the way people look at them it's with polio you saw people would get polio and then now you don't hear about polio anymore so I guess it's kind of like the same, you know, you just don't see, I mean, before you had people and a leg messed up or something, and now you don't, you just don't see that. Okay. So with COVID, it's, it's something where it happened all at once. So there's not like, like one country where you see, Hey, um, they're a lot healthier because they took this vaccine and they've eliminated this problem. No, that, that's not the case. It's, it's a global issue. Um, some places have, it, have suffered less than others because of things like Victor was talking about, the testing, the contact tracing, the social distancing. Um, but, but again, they've been proactive about it. Yeah, but in saying that, Nelson, if I remember when the COVID first raised its head on an international scale, I got videos of people in China they were bleeding from their orifice and they were face planting. I've never seen that in England yet. And I've driven all over London, going out the outskirts as well. And I've been driven through the lockdown. I've never seen yeah. anyone of that scale. So Yeah, but I mean, it's a, I mean, look at the size of China. I mean, in, I mean, China could, I mean, China is a huge country, one of the most populous. 
I mean, there's there's places in China that I don't even think that they know that they're in China. Okay, um, it, it's, it's irrelevant aside. Um, but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is irrelevant aside. We're talking about symptoms, and the symptoms of what I saw in China, I've never seen in London. I have yeah. never seen any videos from around the world of those same symptoms. Do you understand? Of people bleeding from their nose and their mouth and just confronting, just just going down like a fallen tree, face planting. Well, well, two things. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that in Ecuador, you know, they were having some issues similar to that. And, uh, heck, they might have had COVID-20. We don't know. You know? You know, they might have COVID-20. I mean, we, we don't know. What, what happens in China doesn't always stay in China, okay? Okay. So moving along, Matilda, um, what do you... Well, Simon and all of you guys, I'm scared. Uh, the, the idea of accountability is not very um, worrying me that much. Because I'm like, if this side effect happens 30 years from now, and I'm planning to live a long, healthy life, what will happen? Okay, they're accountable for it. Okay, they're going to give me money. Okay, I'm losing my life. Who cares about that money? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. And I don't know if I take the vaccine. Not a lot of people took it. I want like at least 100 years of trial to see if I'm going to be safe or not. Obviously, that's not going to happen. So... I don't know. I'm just scared. And accountability. I mean, obviously, I would like them to be accountable. I want them to be accountable. But that's the secondary worry of me. The first, I want this to be a correct solution for COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, Hala, how do you feel? I mean, it's it's a little bit absurd how we uh, didn't pay attention to who's to these companies and who's uh, doing this kind of vaccine. And we didn't have a lot of information about the companies and what they are doing. And they are not informing people about this vaccine. Just say, we need vaccine, we need vaccine. And I think is the problem is also is all the pandemic health experts um, no one, no, 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 no one, they came in the media and said how to strengthen our immune system, how to uh, eat properly, how to talk, how to take back uh, vitamin or, or even how to boost our immune system. No one in the media talks about that. They only talk about the vaccine and all these companies and pharmaceutical industries. They talk about the vaccine right now. Non-accountability. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about non, because you're talking about something slightly different. How do you feel about, right, put it this way, out of all of you, who would, you can raise your hand, take the vaccine if there were, yeah. the companies had no accountability still? Looks like they're going to have a fight with the hands of government. Who's accountability to these hands? Okay. Because that's the long and short of it. If... They're not going to be accountable. No, I just wanted to say something, Simon. Sorry to interrupt you. I just want to say that this health pharmaceutical companies they, they always talk about vaccine, and they don't talk about something else rather yeah. than the vaccine, which is very mm. absurd. That's yeah, we're the, 
So, so what, what, one second, what, what I think Carl is talking about is they're not talking about prevention. Yeah, and where are the experts yeah. on prevention? We but, live in the world, in the generation of the expert. We've got experts on everything, but we haven't heard anything in the media at all from the world's leading expert in prevention of pandemic or prevention yeah. of anything okay. related to the pandemic. Okay, but, but guys, guys, one thing, I mean, I can tell you right now, I mean, you know, human beings, we're like a strange species, right? I think was it last week or two weeks ago, Matilda was saying that this was sent by aliens, right? So, you know, that might be the case because if they're watching us as a species, they're, they're saying, don't go to that third planet. Leave those people alone. Just zip on by. All right. The, um, you know, human beings were like so strange, right? On the back of every cigarette uh, box, it has like, don't smoke, don't smoke, don't smoke. Right. People smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. So for the government to say, do this to stay healthy, I bet you there'll be people deliberately looking for cholesterol because the government said get healthy mm -hmm. you know okay well thanks for that nelson we're gonna have to round up the show now it's been a interesting one about point of view but generally i've got the gist if there's no accountability no one's interested in taking this vaccination um i think there's going to be a lot of people in the streets throwing stones and i think the government one way or another it's going to be quite interesting i did have um just a note i did have a guy in a, in a taxi who said that basically everybody would have to get an injection once a year and that's what they're actually formulating. I don't know if that's what he said. But apart from that, next week we will be back at 7 o'clock sharp GMT time. Thank you, Carla from Wonder and Wellbeing, Victor from Diaspora Entrepreneurs in Nigeria, and Nelson invested in America, in America. And Matilda, coffee, coffee with Matilda. Yes, that chilled and wonderful look. And then the lovely howler with women with stories. You can only imagine what that's about. But apart from that, if you do want to hit us up, you can find us on our email, which is info at podcasters unleashed. Sorry, info at podcasters. <laughs> I will type this info at podcast, unleashed, uh, at gmail.com. Excuse me. So I've got too many emails running. Podcasters here. Okay. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> Apart from that, have a nice day. Yeah, guys. Hey.